This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk to nice sleep. It's here. I don't know where. I don't know how, but it's here. It's inside the house. I've done f***ing everything. I've called Todd. I've called Howard. I even called a goddamn exorcist. None of them believed me. None of them so much as offered to help. Now it's Halloween and it's stronger than ever. I can feel it moving through the house, like a great darkness suffocating the light from everything. It's already taken my business partners, John and Erica. It's already taken so many others. I'm upstairs in my bedroom closet. I've been here for three hours now, and I'll be here for three more if that's what it takes. I don't know if the thing hates the sun, but it never bothered me during the day. Only at night, always at night. There's a creak and a groan outside on the steps, and I feel the house tremble as something monstrous moves through it. My breath hitches in my chest, and I remind myself to be still, to be quiet. I just need to make it until sunrise, just a little longer. Then, the voice follows, low, raspy, and inhuman. So many lives, so many lives, and so little time. It's singing a song, but the tune is broken. Each word scrapes along my ears like a razor blade, cutting deep into my mind and pulling back memories. It sang before it took John. It was only a single word then. Coming. It had hummed, and we had all just thought we were hearing things. Now John's everywhere. There are pieces of him littered throughout the house, fingers and toes, and intestines and eyes. I weep silently into my hands, and I can smell John's blood on them. I can hear his screams. I can taste my cowardice for not doing more to help him, for not even trying. Oh, how good it'll feel to finally go. The thing sings. I wince in pain at every word. God damn it hurts to listen to it. Warmth flows from my ears, and I realize they're bleeding. Just one more, and then the song ends. I gasp in agony as more memories tear themselves from my mind. Erica. Her and I had separated in the panic of John's death. I had run up here, trying to call the police, but my phone was haywire. That's when I heard it come for her in the basement. The house creaked and groaned with the creature's every step. One more will do. It had sung, descending the basement stairs. One more makes two. I only heard her scream for a moment, and then it faded to silence. Until the thing laughed, guttural and monstrous. It echoed throughout the house, shaking the foundations and rattling the old wooden frame. It laughed and it laughed. 
all that we need, all that we eat, all hail the coming of All Hallows Eve. Now it's moving toward me. It's getting closer. I can feel its every step, its every movement. It passes through the house with tremors of violence. Just one more. It sings again. And then the song ends. It's outside the bedroom now, and my ears are bleeding badly. I can't take it anymore. I can't take the sound. I clamp my eyes shut, trying to ignore the agony of its voice, trying to ignore the panic rioting in my body. The floorboards creak outside the closet, and I smell something rotten, vile, and grotesque. Something dead. There's a low groan as the closet door slides open. Looky, looky. It sings, discordant and tuneless. Wouldn't you like to see something spooky? I don't look. Agony tears through my eyes. They're being split open from the inside out, and blood is pouring from my head in a river down my jaw. I whimper, and something leans close to me. The smell of rot is nearly unbearable now, and I gag and retch, but I refuse to open my eyes. I can't. If I see it, then it's real. If I see it, then I die. Something grips my wrist, something cold and damp and loose with flesh. It pulls me from the closet, and I howl in terror and fear. It's taking me somewhere. Please, I sputter, please don't. My leg creaks as it drags me down the steps, and I scream. My eyes are clamped shut, but I feel myself moving through pieces of John as the creature pulls me through the house. Finally, it stops. I'm hyperventilating now, my chest rising and falling in rapid succession. No, 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 I mutter again and again. Yes, it says, and this time it isn't singing. It tosses me by my arm, and I feel my shoulder snap backwards out of its socket. I tumble down the old wooden stairs, my head smashing against the steps, my wrist snapping in half as I finally collide against the landing. I groan, tears and blood streaming down my face. Looky, looky, it sings though its voice is now guttural and horrible. It grabs me by the back of my hair, pulls my head up, and reaches its fingers down to my eyelids. Would you like to see something spooky? It pulls them open, and I see our studio. Our camera is pointing toward the cages, ten of them, each filled with pieces of the children, each a tapestry. The light in the basement is dim, but I can see Sally's witch hat, still tied to her head. I can see Michael's werewolf paw, still on his dismembered hand. I lick my lips. There, in the back is Yonda's Cinderella costume, the glass slipper still upon one of her feet. The thing throws me forward, and I crash against the steel bars of the cage. When I look up in a daze, I see Erica's corpse. My dear filmmaker, mutilated and cut into pieces, her eyes are missing, and her hand is stuffed halfway down her throat. I lean forward and vomit, only then realizing that I'm lying in a pool of her blood So many lies, so many lives, and so little time. Creature sings. I hear the click of a button being pressed and see a red light hovering in the darkness. The camera is recording. Looky, looky. Please, I rasp. The house creaks and groans as it steps forward and my body scrambles backward on its own accord. Please. Wouldn't you like to see something spooky? Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the story, please take a minute to let others know by leaving a review for the podcast. Thanks so much for your support.